hope you better lock your doors, turn up the radio, strap yourself in. Because it's time for the Matt Wyatt, Wyatt Show. The guy who's the color commentator for Mississippi State football and SEC baseball. So yeah, he brings a lot to the game. And he's right here. Right now. No. All right. Here we go. Off and running with you on this Thursday. It is a reaction Thursday. Yesterday was championship Wednesday. And as we previewed it yesterday, I kept saying it's championship Wednesday for either Mississippi State or for Vandy. And now we know it was the Bulldogs night. Nine zip. A one-hit shutout. A blowout. Back-to-back blowouts of Vandy for Mississippi State's first national championship in a major team sport. Uh, It's a heck of a deal around here, and it was last night in Omaha. Uh, I'm with you live in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Your hometown heroes, that's your local Farm Bureau insurance agents all across the great state of Mississippi. Now, y'all are there in Mississippi, (laughs) and I am still in Omaha. I'm still at the hotel, in fact. Uh, there's just not as quite as many people running around in here as there were the last few days. Now, there's still quite a few fans here. The team got on out of here. Um, the team buses, if you follow me on Twitter, you might have seen that. Uh, right or Well, about an hour ago, right at 11, they loaded the buses uh, with the team members, coaches, a few other staff, and there were two big Mississippi State buses, Big E, Everett driving the first one. And uh, they pulled off and headed out to the airport to fly back. And many of you have asked me when they are going to you know, be pulling back up to campus. I just don't know that. And I think it, you know, th- probably the only reason you haven't, um, probably the only reason that you haven't gotten some sort of heads up on that from the team itself, like from official, you know, Mississippi State Twitter accounts or, or whatever the case is there is – you know, probably one of two things. It could be, first of all, they may wait until they actually get on the ground because they pick them up in Columbus and then they got, you know, a good 20, 30 minute bus ride over to Starkville, however long it takes. And they may give you the heads up there. The other thing is, I, I wouldn't think there's a layover. I'm sure it's a charter. But there may also, you know, be a thing of, of kind of wanting to save that for this big uh, welcome back party celebration that. Uh, they're supposed to be having, I think, tomorrow. I think they're going to have one of those tomorrow at Duty Noble Field. And and maybe that's kind of what they're waiting on. I, I don't know. I, I'm only speculating, just putting that out there. Now, uh, real quick, and I'm about to get to all your feedback. And I know we have um, <clears throat> some people on the line right off the bat. We're going to get to you on the phone line, the Divinity Equipment phone. It's 995 995- 1059. It's a 601 number. 995 1059. And, of course, the text line, the Country Pleasing Sausage text line, 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN. So I'm getting your text. Your phone calls are coming in fast on this Reaction Thursday. Uh, Mississippi State, your 2021 College Baseball National Champions. Um, later in the show, you're going to hear from John Cohen. Uh, right where I'm sitting, right here in the team hotel in downtown Omaha, I talked to John just a little bit ago, former player, coach, now the AD, about last night's game, about what the championship means, and even some name, image, and likeness stuff for athletes, including some on the baseball team, like what does it mean for Mississippi State. You're going to hear from John Cohen. You're going to hear from Ron Polk here uh, in the hotel. Okay, that's coming up. 
You're going to hear from uh, Bart Gregory and Charlie Winfield, who are on the road headed back to Mississippi, but they're going to jump on the phone with us. You're going to hear from Rick Cleveland, uh, the longest-tenured writer, sports writer, most well-known sports writer, really one of the most uh, well-known in Mississippi history and certainly the most current well-known sports writer that we have in Mississippi. He is still here in Omaha. We're going to talk with Rick. And then you're going to hear uh, from Chris Lamonis after last night's game from uh, Tanner Allen and Will Bednar and Kumar Rocker, all of that in today's show. So we got a long way to go. Just wanted to kind of set that up for you here as I'm with you for the next three hours live on your radio. If you're listening live in the middle of the day, you can call, you can text live from Omaha. I still got my feet on the ground. I have not left. So let's do phone calls first, and then I'm coming to the text line. First up, on the Divini Equipment phone, Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, you are Kubota dealer, Chris, on line one. Thanks for calling, Chris. What's up? Man, oh, man, what a way to win a championship. I'm telling you, domination. That was amazing, man. I mean, just from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Made two more rocker look bad. Hey, um. The one thing I was going to ask you if you could do is um, last night when they were doing the trophy ceremony and everything, Yeah, it, it went out on the app. I didn't know if there was any way you could find that, post that to okay, Facebook. Okay, uh, when, you, when you say on the app, you're talking about you were listening to Jim Ellis? No, I was watching like ESPN the app. Okay, okay. And it didn't cover none of it. Okay. Well, here's what I'll tell you, Chris. Um, it's just the whole patience is virtue thing because Mississippi State had their own camera people, video production crew, following every. They had probably five or six people running around with cameras and cameras on stabilizers and stuff. And it'll just take them, you know. They, I'm sure they've got some special video projects planned, and over the next couple of days, you'll start to see that stuff come out. Um, I got a lot of video too for a project I'm working on. I just I didn't stay for the um, uh, the trophy presentation thing that you're talking about. I was off in another part of the stadium doing something else. So, uh, but we'll get it for you. Yeah, just hanging there. And the other other thing I was going to say is, man, if Bednar is not one of the first five picks of the draft, I don't know what MLB's doing. After yeah. that performance, dude, he should be right there with the rest of them. Yeah. He just went head-to-head with Rocker and, I mean, flat-out beat him. Flat-out beat him. Hey, that's a really good point, Chris. Hey, and one more other thing that you talked about, you know, you said started right off the bat. Name a more important at-bat in the ball game than the first one on the first pitch by I, Rowdy Jordan. It'd be really hard to do. I mean, yeah. it really would. I mean, it's just that, man, I, I was in awe of the whole thing. I couldn't believe that we beat them like that again with Rocker on the mound. But, I mean, you know, it just shows that State's been one of the best teams in the nation all year, and there's been a bunch of freak out over, over Missouri, over Hoover, when there really didn't need to be. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, and this good job, and I'm – so proud to see Papelbon there, Dak there, man, that was amazing. Yeah, it was really. I, I tell you, it was a. Even in the stadium, it was just uh, Chris. It, it's almost like. I'll put it this way, and this is not exaggerating. Anybody who was in the stadium last night will tell you this. There has never been more of a celebration of Mississippi State. 
uh, outside of Starkville. There's never been right. one like that because what I mean is the stadium had 25,000. I don't. I'll look up and see what they actually said the announce was, but um, it was they announced 24,052. So there's 24,000 fans there, and Chris again, literally, 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 <laughs> 23,000 of them were state fans. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and by that I mean some of them didn't have on maroon. Some of them had on. Texas Orange, Tennessee Orange, there were a bunch of Nebraska fans. All of them were pulling for state, yelling their lungs out. I, I walked by a right. bunch of them doing that. And then, like, there, there was, uh, like I say, state got an early lead. It was either the second or the third inning They during the changeover from the top to the bottom uh, when the other team was taking the field. That's when they interviewed Papelbon on the video board in the stadium, which is humongous, okay? The entire stadium is silent watching this guy interview Papelbon on the video board, and he's pumping up state and everything. It was like a Mississippi State home game in the national title game. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. It really was. Hey, Chris, hey, hats, hats off to you for mind. your prediction. All right, go ahead. I appreciate it. And um, the other thing is that I've got – is it any of you other fans of fan bases, we all know who you are, that are discouraging State for winning their first national title? Eat it up. Because a lot of humble pie are going to come out of those things. And all it's right. shame on you for doing that in such a great moment in sports history. That's right. I mean, hey, just, Chris. That's absolutely shame on you. Y'all have a great day. And L State national champion. Attaboy. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate the call. Um, let's move. Here we go. Ryan on line two. Thanks for calling, Ryan. What's up? <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, man, I tell you, that was awesome. Yeah, it was. You enjoyed it, you. huh? Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it so much. I got out there. I uh, went outside and ran around in the field in the, uh, in the, in the dark and Got a hold of a mule and and uh, tried to ride him. Well, oh, okay. Tried to ride hold him. On. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> Bill. We wondered where you was going with that, didn't we, Bill? <laughs> oh Lord, and, Ryan. Congrats, Ryan. That, Thanks for the call, bud. <laughs> all right, that was awesome. Hell stay. <laughs> hey, Bill. I mean, that's a good old. I mean, that's going way back. Yeah, I was so, so excited. I ran out in the field and grabbed the mule and whoa now, whoa now. Hang on. All right, thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Let's move. Here we go. Jay in Baltimore, line three. What's up, Jay? Hey, man. I know you got a lot to cover today, so I made my comments quick. Um, I don't know if you caught it the other day, but Carl Rabbit introduced the Bulldogs as one of the blue bloods of college baseball. While I absolutely appreciated that comment, I was explaining to my daughter what a blue blood was and. I was like, but there's one catch there. We just, it's hard to say that without a national title. So this mm. just means the world to Bulldog Nation. And that's my, my main comment today is just to call and say thank you for every fan that went to Mississippi, that went to Omaha to support the dogs because I just don't think you can really put a, a value on what that meant. And that was a, that was a home game. Hell State. And Hell State, Jay. And I'll tell you this. Um, to kind of put in perspective what this team is and is going to be in terms of history of Mississippi State, one hour ago, right behind me, the same place the team loaded the buses to go over to the stadium uh, every day here in Omaha, one hour ago, right behind me, right on this patio, I stepped out 
the team was loading the buses to go to the airport to come home. Uh, as they drove off with TD Ameritrade kind of in the background, I held my cell phone up and took a quick video of it, and I sent it out on Twitter. But while I was videoing that, I noticed someone else has stepped up right behind me and was videoing it with their phone. I turned around and looked, and it was Rafael Palmero. Uh, one of the top two most famous baseball players in Mississippi State history. Uh, one of two guys who has a statue at the stadium. <laughs> and he's filming the team riding off into the sunset with his cell phone, just like I was. Uh, if that doesn't put it in perspective, I don't know what does. Back to the phone line in just a bit. Let me start you off here with Grumpy on the country, please, and text line. Grumpy said, Matt, what a great day to be a Bulldog. Grumpy was so impressed with the infield's perfection. Uh, he knows that Will and Landon were at ease with those guys having their backs. Coach Lamonis, how does he keep his cool? Godspeed to you and all the MSU fans returning home as and Vandy's as well. Hail State from Grumpy on the country, please, and text. Jackson Mailman. Thanks for your text. He said, as soon as the final out was made last night, there was really big fireworks over the Whisper Lake, so we stepped out on the deck to watch. When we got outside, the houses around us and as well as uh, others were ringing the cowbells. What an electrical celebration. Nick texted the show and said, well, Matt, they didn't take 10 years off of our lives last night. That was an absolute dominant performance. Never thought I'd see it. Hale State. It it was not the nail-biter we thought we were going to see. Carlos said, hey, Matt, woo-wee, it's been a long time coming. The way and the fashion, how our team won the College World Series, leaves no question who the best team was this year, Hale State. Russell says, Matt, I saw you last night but couldn't get to you, Hale State, brother. Yeah, Russell, I ran into so many people I knew. I met so many new people, and some folks took my picture and I took theirs. There were so many neat stories. I ran into even some people that had moved away from Tupelo, a friend of mine, Jim Shirley, who lives out in Montana now, he drove here. took him longer to get here from Montana than it did for me to get here from Tupelo. And that's a true story. Um, all right, so there's some text. We'll come to your text later. Jeremy and, and Flowtown and Third Dog Night, Beer Slayer. I saw Beer Slayer at the game last night. First, though, we got some more people hanging on to react on the phone. Mississippi State's first ever national championship. Let's go to line one where Rooster is hanging on. What's up, Rooster? Yeah, first of all, Without getting, uh, you know, too nostalgic, uh, thanks to the uh, Matt Wyatt family yes. for your efforts. Because I guarantee you, you're, you're part of that championship. And who who would have believed three straight football scores? <laughs> I wouldn't have, <laughs> holy cow. But three straight football scores. And listen, in ending, was that a Missouri boat ride or what? i tell you what, man. <laughs> I was something else. That was something yeah, else. Yeah, and we're going we're gonna to see where we can take this championship. Like I say, team effort, including yeah. everybody, you know, Cousin Everett, everything. But uh, we're going to see where it, it takes us next because it's first championship, we need to, uh, you know, we need to uh, cast in the chips on that. I'm talking about not just Mississippi State, the whole state of Mississippi. But, again, yeah, I, I just want to say thank, thank you and congratulate you because you're definitely part of it, and hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hail State. Thanks, Rooster. Appreciate the call and the kind words. Tiny on line two. What's up, Tiny? Hello. Hey, Tiny, go ahead. That's Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Okay, sorry. Typed in there wrong. Go ahead, Jimmy. You're up. Okay, Matt. The only thing I got to say is Hail State. And the only thing that would have made it better was after that last out, if Jack Crystal would have said we can wrap this one in maroon and white. (laughs) 
Well, I can guarantee you Jack was saying that. We just didn't hear it on the radio. How about that? I understand, but Hale State, national champion. Good stuff, Have Jimmy. Have a great day, Matt. Careful you too. Have a great – I will do my best and uh, – Y'all stay tuned. i got a surprise for you. I'll tell you some details of what I'm doing tonight before I get on back to Mississippi tomorrow. I think you'll really find that interesting. State grad 98 on line three. Thanks for calling. What's up? Congratulations, Bulldogs, on the national championship. And I want to say this was a total team effort. All through the postseason, I heard you know, some fans getting down on some of the players, but every player on that roster played a role and that's winning that national championship. Some of them were such maligned for the last few games, but it all shows that, hey, we got the big determination to do it. And every one of those guys on that team, young men, all played their butts off, and they did a great job, and glad they were able to shut out some of the critics. All right, thank you, Matt. Have a good day. Thank you. I really appreciate the call, and uh, y'all keep it coming. Call me if you want to react. I'd love to hear your voice today and see what you think on a historic uh, 24 hours uh, for the state of Mississippi, certainly for Mississippi State University, a uh, national championship in baseball. Call me on the Divinity Equipment phone, 995-1059. More of your texts, and they are coming in hot. Russell, um, okay, I got to Russell. Jeremy said, what an incredible first journey to Omaha. Something like a beacon in the night was drawing me here, and I can't believe it actually happened. Uh, Jeremy, I met a man, a state fan, about half an hour ago. He walked up and said hello, and we struck up a conversation. Uh, His name is Lee Hammers. He's a Mississippi State fan who lives in Arkansas now. He's originally from Mississippi, but he lives in central Arkansas, and he's getting ready to head back. And he was just telling me a story that he initially flew out here uh, early on with some of his family. Uh, They decided they couldn't stay the rest of the the trip and flew on back, and, and he decided to stay out here by himself. He contacted a friend who lived nearby that let him just kind of crash at their place, have a place to sleep at night. And he said it was just because he was like thousands of others. He just felt something different. He just knew he couldn't explain it. There was something different about this, and he just knew he had to be here. And it sounds like what you're saying as well. Uh, Third Dog Knight sent us a hail state with the number one superimposed there for the letter I. Uh, Flowtown Ghost with a nice gif. Somebody uh, whipping <laughs> uh, Vanderbilt. <clears throat> uh, unnamed texter sent us the Forrest Gump thing that's going around and said, and just like that, that man didn't whistle no more. <laughs> that ended pretty quickly last night. Patrick says the trophy ceremony was changed to another ESPN channel. Uh, they had a basketball game on. Okay. Beer Slayer says, Matt. The team will be back at the Golden Triangle at 1.33 p.m. Central Time. Thanks for the update, Beer Slayer. So for anyone who wanted to know that, there's your update on that. He said it was nice meeting you last night at the game. We are on the way home as we speak. Be careful, Beer Slayer. It was great to meet you as well. It's always fun to meet y'all. That uh, I met Ernest T. last week. Meet y'all and put a face with uh, a text name. All right, over to the phone lines now. Lynn on line one. What's up, Lynn? Thanks for calling. Hell State, Matt. Well, Hell State, back at you. We we got it. We finally got it. Now I don't want to hear nobody else say nothing about Lamonis and his decisions. Or and I'm gonna be honest. If we can, if this is the result of getting ten run rolled twice and and Hoover, let's do it every year. 
<laughs> well, and listen, we laugh about it, but we kept pointing out the example. Remember those Ray Tanner South Carolina teams that won back-to-back national titles here? Those Ray Tanner teams would go two and Q and Hoover like all the time. Look, the best thing you can do, the only time it matters if you win that tournament or that night, I mean, it's great to win it, is if you need it to get into the dance. If you don't need right. it for that and the position state was in, the best thing I could do is get out of that. That saved on. Mm-hmm. It That's saves right. on. So I, I don't, I, I think we can put all that to rest. And how about the boy Bednar on less rest, out pitching the stud, the genetic freak Kumar? Yeah. I agree. He outpitched. I just never thought I would see that, not based on anything we knew, but it just goes to show you, Lynn, that we can, in our with our best, purest heart, we can break down the details we have and try to predict what's going to happen. But in the world of sports, one of the reasons we love it so much is that it is largely unpredictable all the time things happen surprises happen and some people step up and i'm telling you lynn that whole game might have been entirely different if rowdy jordan hadn't singled on the very first pitch of the game and twenty-four thousand people jumped all over kumar rocker's back and didn't let up from then on hey congrats lynn to you as a state fan congrats and i appreciate you being a part of the show thank you Hello, everybody. Yep, back at you. That's Lynn on line one. We'll continue the phone calls and your reaction on the text line. We'll do that next. We're going to call an audible. Uh, We'll hear the interview with John Cohen from just a few minutes ago. We'll hear that a little later in the show. And we'll continue the reaction on the phone line and the text line when we come back next. Stick around. For the Mississippi State Radio Analyst. And he's on your radio right now. All right, here we go. Back on what is Reaction Thursday following Championship Wednesday. State wins over Vanderbilt. We're reacting here to start the show with you. I'm still live in Omaha. Same spot I've been all week here at the Hilton in downtown just across the street from TD Ameritrade. Uh, I'll do a little travel tonight and tomorrow. Still a bunch of state fans all over the place. Uh, not everybody's gotten out of town. I even saw Ron Polk earlier, and he's not getting out of town until tomorrow because he couldn't get a flight up to uh, Providence until tomorrow. And so he said, heck, I guess I'll just go to the zoo. <laughs> That's Ron Polk for you. We'll hear from Coach Polk later uh, in the show. Right now we're going to continue the reaction on the phones and on the text line. Uh, first up here on the uh, country pleasing text line, Dog Tired in Florence said, "State has 21 of the top 25 on uh, you know on-site and college attendance records. Just announced that the College World Series high attendance record uh, was set by these same state fans again, and not a surprise there, I, I don't think. Uh, thanks for the heads up there, Dog Tired. Appreciate you. Delta Tide fans said." We need to give the Mississippi State Bulldogs a, a big Keith Jackson. Hornelli. He says, go dogs from Delta Tide fan. And I didn't hear a peep out of the Vandy whistler. We didn't give him much of a chance, did they? Uh, he tried, though. He was there. 
Judy uh, with a text this morning says, from a fellow Bulldog, Doug and I are actually in Starkville today to see our dentist. Our daughter is a dental hygienist in Starkville, and I'd love to see the team as they get back to campus and unload from the buses with their smiling faces. I know you just said something about arrival time, but due to the noise level in the exam room, I couldn't hear you. Do you know if there's an arrival time back in Starkville? Thanks, and that's Judy. Well, Judy, if you're listening, it is 1.33 p.m. is what we've been told by uh, uh, someone else who's listening and was kind of updating me. That would be Beer Slayer, who I met at the ball game last night. He was sitting up there watching here in Omaha, and he's on his way back. So around 1.30 p.m. Central Time, that's uh, what – we've uh, been told and if that changes i will let you know all right uh some more texts coming we have a bunch of those we've got time i'm gonna go fast though including a couple of phone calls quickly here on the divinity equipment phone first up luke on line two thanks for being patient luke what's up well i'm what you might be considering a grown man i've traveled the world fought two combat zones i've fixed any equipment for a living i am not too proud to say that i was sitting on my couch last night crying in the ninth inning. That's the greatest thing I've seen in my 40 years on this planet. Luke, you weren't alone in that. Let me tell you something. I saw a bunch of grown fellas with, uh, what, what do you call them, uh, big old alligator tears streaming down their faces in that stadium here in Omaha last night. I witnessed it. I didn't get to listen to Jim Ellis make the call, but this morning while trolling Facebook, I heard a couple of, clip from his call of the ninth inning and that just started it all over again <laughs> yeah and um it's not all there but luke if you want to hear some of jim's calls from the game i posted some of those clips on my website and if you'll just go to mattwyattmedia.com there's a tab up there that says audio and we've got some featured audio on a featured audio page on the website and then several of his calls from the game including the home runs from uh, Logan Tanner and Kellum Clark and a few others, including the final call as well, if you want to hear those. Luke, congrats, and uh, thanks for your phone call. So you should have seen the party going on in the Cotton District last night. They were, Channel 16 was there live. Oh, were they? <laughs> were they? The guy almost couldn't do his reports because everybody was yelling up, Hell stay! <laughs> in the background, <laughs> right behind him. He couldn't, he couldn't do his report. It was there was party going on. He said, got, he said, we got people jumping in fountains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fantastic, Bill. That is great. Um, listen, and I saw some more of the news station sports reporters from news stations. Uh, you had JTV here in the press box last night. The, the WLBT car was parked right outside my hotel room. Uh, of course, I've been here all week, you know, for, uh, representing us. Let me just tell you, uh, the state of Mississippi has some great media and very dedicated media people uh from you know people on, on websites like uh jeans page 24 7 uh and, and others who uh, you know local beat writers um there were some who weren't here and that just i can't i can't understand that um but to each their own but we do have a great group that's been covering this all right um Let's do a couple more texts, and I'll come back to the phone line real quick here. Kenny, don't call me Ken, texts the show, and he says, true story, as I was listening to your show yesterday, I had a feeling of calm come over me, a feeling that assured me Mississippi State would win. Hale State, and Kenny says, Land Bank. That's right, welcoming Mississippi Land Bank to the team of supporters here on the Matt Wyatt Show and at Matt Wyatt Media. Uh, really love the folks 
at the Mississippi Land Bank in North Mississippi. Boson Bulldog texted and said, my neighbors may not know who State was playing last night, but they know that Mississippi State is the national champions. Well, now, don't make your neighbors mad at you now. That's, I don't know if that's worth it. <laughs> Uh, ring responsibly. Ring responsibly. Ronnie says, Matt, this is Ronnie told you it wasn't if they were going to win. It was they are. He says, Hail State and God bless. Same to you, Ronnie. More of your text coming up right now on the Divinity Equipment phone. Louvier, the man who's got a chicken dish named after him. What's up, Louvier? <laughs> well, thanks for that. <laughs> Good afternoon, gentlemen, and Hail State. I have to tell you, I had the same feeling of elation that I did the day after the Saints won the Super Bowl. It's just to wake up and know that, wow, we won. Yep. I didn't go to state, but both of my children did, so I'm wearing my favorite $6,000 maroon MSU shirt. And part of it is the, the, the fan, you're right. Twenty-four thousand capacity and twenty-three thousand nine hundred ninety were pulling from the room, yeah. and that's how you win games, and that's how you win championships. And that people want to know when the team's going to arrive. You know, the the Monday after the Super Bowl in New Orleans, and I was in the French Quarter for the Super Bowl, and the airport, the drive. If you've ever been to New Orleans airport, there's just this one two-mile-long stretch down the side, and it was a parking lot. There wow. was a gauntlet of cars parked waiting for the team plane to come in, and and that is, it, it's so wonderful for the team to see the support. Mm. The newspapers that day reported that there were uh, less than 200 people in Indianapolis to greet the team coming back uh, as losers. So, way to go, Indianapolis. But really <laughs> why I called was you know, Fednar uh, was awesome, but you have to tip the cap to Slider and Rocker for even getting that team to the championship game because they had a bunch of errors. They couldn't field and they couldn't hit. Right. Other than that, what did you have? You got two pitches that carried the whole team all the way to the runner-up spot. Yeah, we got off on him, and, and way to go, right? I mean, first pitch of the game, we weren't losing that game from the very first pitch. That's right. We were ahead. So That's exactly right. Rowdy. Yeah. But uh, you, you really have to tip your cap to the pitches for Vanderbilt, and uh, you really have to, to scratch your head and say, where are your fans other than that obnoxious whisper? I know. I, I was asking the same thing. You know, we had that conversa- I had that conversation this morning with some of the Mississippi State coaches uh, here in the lobby of the hotel, and without going to specifics, they were pointing out, you know, they, their alumni base is a little different than a lot of our schools. But that's the thing I just couldn't figure out is how does an SEC school have any program that's got two national championships, and you're playing for another one, and you can't get a fifteen hundred people there? Uh, you know, I mean, it's, we just we just outbid them for the for the tickets on the street. I guess. I guess. Anyway, I don't know. I'm, I'm very happy for the uh, for Mississippi State. I'm really ecstatic for my children, especially my daughter. She is a rabid sports fan, and she she is fit to be tied. I know she didn't sleep a wink last night. I hope there are 
30,000 people at the uh, Golden Triangle Airport for whatever they've got planned tomorrow. I hope it makes uh, New Orleans Mardi Gras flush. Just say, uh, <laughs> hell state. Hell state. Thanks, Olivier. Uh, Trey texted me with a picture. I got to pose with them out in the outfield last night. We took a picture. It was a beautiful sunset over our heads. The only problem with the picture, Bill, is – and I even had on my country-pleasing hat. Yeah. The only, the only problem is my eyes were shut in the picture. Oh, boy. That's, <laughs> that's one of those what happens where to bl- me all the time. Or you thought you yeah. got those big devil red eyes. <laughs> I blinked at the wrong time. Uh, Bass Dog texted the show. He said, Hail State – not to look forward too quick after that because I'm soaking it up every minute, but what do you think this does for the athletics department as a whole? Well, I'll tell you, uh, if you'll stay tuned, coming up at 1 o'clock, I'm going to let you hear my conversation with John Cohen. He stood right beside me here in the lobby of the hotel, and we just talked a little bit about some of that stuff, and I'll let you hear that uh, coming up, Bass Dog. So just stay tuned over the next half hour or so. Um, Russell says, Matt, I saw you last night, but I couldn't get to you. I would call in, but I have no voice left. I met several people that I talked to who had lost their voice. That's how uh, hard they were pulling for the dogs. Uh, Landon from uh, For Whom the Cowbell Tolls says, Great to shake your hand last night, Matt. Congrats to you and all the former athletes from MSU. It was great to meet you as well. Birmingham Bully says, We're out here listening to you in the ride back to Stark Vegas. What a wild night that was. Uh, he says, I just don't have the words to describe the feeling of seeing our baseball team win a national championship. Thanks for staying back to bring us a celebratory show. Hail State. Back at you, B-Ham, bully. And you're right. It's sometimes, you know, we're, people like me, we're paid sort of to come up with the right words, but it still is difficult to do it. Uh, one guy who's in the same boat is Bart Gregory. Now, quite literally, he's in a car. He's headed back to Mississippi, and we're going to talk to him next on the Divinity Phone. Yesterday was Championship Wednesday. Today, Reaction Thursday. Keep it up and stick around. And here comes Matt Wyatt up to the plate. The pitch. Whoa, it's a high fly. Knocking him out of the park for great sports talk. I'm talking way back. It's the Matt Wyatt Show. All right, here we go. Back with you live from Omaha for the, what is this, Bill? That'd be the fourth straight day. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, We've had four straight days of live radio shows, three hours every day here from the team hotel, uh, downtown Omaha, here at the Hilton. And uh, it feels a little different because the team left on the buses. Everett took them to the airport at around 11 a.m., so uh, a while back. But there's still fans everywhere, and uh, just not as many. People are leaving. Not everybody's out of here. Uh, one of the guys who got out, uh, and he's doing what I'll be doing later, and he's looking through the windshield, Bart Gregory. Bart was sitting here next to me yesterday prior to that game last night, and now he's got a championship as a state fan in his pocket. He and his family headed back to Stark Vegas and kind enough to join us. On the Divinity phone, Bart, we're in recap mode. Yesterday was championship Wednesday. Um, how, let's just start with how do you describe what you saw last night? Well, what was crazy about it, Matt, it was uh, the, the thing that was so positive and it was so great is you almost had two hours to enjoy it because, you know, the game was, you know, when we had a 5 nothing lead, everybody began to think about it, you know, and right. that's what was that's what was so fun about it is, you know, it wasn't a situation where it happened quickly. I mean, you had a chance to really just sit there and let it all soak in, and I think that's what was 
Yeah, it made it real special. I mean, it really, really made it special. And the last night after the game was over, and you know, going to the hotel, and yeah, I've never seen a hotel lobby like that before in my life. <laughs> probably you, you may you may not again. And so we're, we were probably. Are you the same spot you were in yesterday? I yeah, mean, same, in spot. same spot. Last night. We're in that same spot last night, and and when, you know, when the team came in, there was literally no bot, nowhere to, to walk. <laughs> and jumped a couple bonds on top of the bar, waving a towel. I mean, it was just, it was, uh, it was pretty, it was, it was as wild as you think anything could possibly be. Um, I went on back, went to sleep while that was going on. I'll just be totally honest with you, Bart. I'm so glad you experienced it so that uh, you could tell me. But you also, you and Charlie were doing, recording your uh, out of left field podcast in the middle of all that, weren't you? Yeah, and what's so funny is, like, we just got there, and it, it's almost like, you know, you just want to start calling people and sending texts. And, and I looked up last night, and I saw where the Reds were in a rain delay. And I was like, heck, I'm about to call Jeff Brantley. And, and so I called Jeff, and I said, hey, I know you're in a rain delay. Is there any way you can talk for five minutes? And he's like, heck, yeah. And so we talked to Jeff. And so then I was like, so I sent a text to Brandon Woodruff, and I was like, hey, I know y'all played earlier today against Chicago. Can you talk for five minutes? And he's like, heck yeah, give me a call. And so I called Woody. And so then he, I was like, well, heck, if, if he didn't play, then I could call Chris Young, who's the bullpen coach for the Cubs. So I called Chris, and he was in Murphy's Bleachers, so the bar right outside of Wrigley Field. He said he watched it on the way back from Milwaukee <laughs> to Chicago. So, I mean, we just kept on. It was almost like we just kept on. And finally, we're like, hey, we, we got to stop and talk about the game a little bit and just kind of capture the moment. We could have we done that all night. That is outstanding. You called Jeff Brantley, who's broadcasting a Reds game and happened to catch him in a rain delay, and he interviewed about State winning the national championship. That is the best thing I've heard in a long time. Uh, what was – Bart, what uh, – in, in talking to those guys last night – and by the way, if you're listening, what we're talking about, Bart Gregory, Charlie Winfield, the Out of Left Field podcast – yeah, check it out if you haven't already. It's a real treat. And and is all those guys you talked to, Mangum and all these guys, what was their general reaction? Like, what are some of the things they said about the significance of that? Well, it's just like us. You know, those guys have been so invested in the program, just like so many former players are. And, you know, that's, that's what makes – and, hey, every program is like this. I mean, when you start talking about – you know, former players and how much opportunity hey, they have to the program. It doesn't matter if you play at Drake University, which I'm driving by right now in Des Moines, Iowa. But, I mean, but it's just different, man. I think you know, I think a lot of it is because of, of the way the, the fans are during the games. I think just this place is just so special. And, um, you know, they, they were living it. They were living it just like we were last night. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were, they were giddy kids is what they were, and that's what made it so awesome. You know what it felt like, Bart? It, it felt like that 2014 Mississippi State-Auburn football game when State was up 21 to nothing before anybody could even get get their vo- vocal cords loose for that matter. That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah, you had a chance to just enjoy it. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enjoy, a chance right. to realize what the moment was like and, and just enjoy it. And, you know, this – I talked to Coach Polk this morning on the way over, and of course, you know, he was 
he, he was talking about, you know, just the number of folks that reached out to him. And, you know, and that's, we talked about this with Charlie last night about just, you know, how many, you know, this sports, and we do this for a living, Matt, and, and you know, this is one of the reasons that, that you do what you do. You know, we don't have professional sports in Mississippi. And, you know, when, when we're 12 years old growing up and playing baseball in the backyard or playing baseball on a, on a travel team, you know, we're, we're kind of emulating Mississippi State guys, you know. Mm-hmm. We're, it's not that's like right. we're trying to be the Atlanta Braves. And so that, that's just what makes it just so, so special is, is, is your – I mean, these guys are kind of larger than life than your kids. And, and you kind of grow through that. And, you know, having my son and sons there last night and understanding – you know that that's who they want to be. My, my son wants to be Logan Tanner, and mm-hmm. and so that's uh, that, that's what just makes it so special, man. I'm just this this unbelievable. And I tell you what, too, Matt. You know, it goes back to the point, and I was talking to Greg Drive a minute ago, and you know, Greg's over at Auburn with Butch, and you know, Greg was talking about crying and watching the ball game last night, and start thinking about all the memories you have, and you know, the folks, that, the great people, and mm-hmm. and. You know, it's uh, it, there's a lot of folks out there who have had a side of this program who have waited for this day for so so long, and now you finally got that opportunity. That's really incredible, Bart Gregory on your radio, kind enough to give us some time in the middle of his trip back home. You mentioned Coach Polk. I saw him earlier. Uh, he's he's flying from here to Providence, and uh, he couldn't get out until tomorrow. So I was talking to him earlier, Bart. And he says, "Yeah, so I'm here all day. I guess I'll just go to the zoo." <laughs> And I thought, can you picture Ron Polk just going to the Omaha Zoo all by himself and, and maybe even getting, yeah, kick, I, I, getting kicked out of there for trying to smoke a cigar? <laughs> and what's, what's funny is, this is what's funny, is I could absolutely see Ron Polk walking mm-hmm. up by himself feeding a giraffe. <laughs> I mean, and, and, talk, and talking to that giraffe. Because talking that to giraffe him. will not talk back to him. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, it's um, it's just a it's a neat kind of a happiness and euphoria for everybody right now. And Bart, I will tell you, like you say, I'm still here at the hotel, and there are fans that are, you know, a lot of them still here that I guess are waiting either to be picked up to go to the airport or waiting till it's time for them to leave. And everybody's looking at Twitter, everybody's listening to your podcast or another one. Um, it is really a neat time for for uh, state fans, and I know that's the same for you as well last question for you was there a bigger at bat in the ball game than the first one by rowdy jordan no 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 not at all you know i, I think if, if it was not the rowdy jordan single it was the it was a double play ball at the bottom of the first inning i mean i thought those Ooh, were the, yeah. the two big things but i thought the single by rowdy early on because you know matt when we got to the ballpark last night what made it so cool is it was almost like you had 95% of the fan base. I mean, it was a home game last night. I mean, that was a that was a home game at 25,000 seat ballpark, what it was. Yep. And and when you set the tone like that and you get the crowd into it, I don't care. College guys are not – college baseball guys are not used to it. They're mm-hmm. just not used to it. And especially – and I, I mean, I know Vanderbilt's played at the highest level, and they've been in this ballpark before. And Kumar Rocker is one of the greatest college players of all time. But you're just not used to doing what you just did. You just went essentially in the Wrigley Field in the hostile environment what you did. He got his first pro start last night is what he did. Yeah. And no doubt about it. And uh, that was the atmosphere. Well, Bart, uh, I appreciate it. Um, 
all the safety in the world to you and your family getting back home and um looking forward to seeing y'all again soon and maybe see you friday at that big celebration thank you bart all right man appreciate you man yep thank you that's bart gregory y'all listen to he and charlie on the out of left field podcast uh they had a heck of a time last night just started calling former players mangum and brantley and (laughs) in the middle of what was a wild night apparently here at the, the the Hilton where I'm broadcasting from today. It's a, it's a much more subdued scene here in the morning. Uh, I got a text from Bill in Madison on the Country Pleasing text line. It said, Matt, pre-2004 Red Sox fans would say, the Sox killed my grandfather, they killed my father, and they're trying to kill me. After last night, I may live a while longer. Hail State national champs unnamed text no this is chuck chuck in prattville says never in my wildest dreams that i think we'd blow them out twice in a row <laughs> the job that bednar did on short rest and the play of the defense was a pleasure to watch a hail state from chuck in prattville we got a jake mangum gif and a cowbell more cowbell gif from uh, third dog night that's a more good bu- one <laughs> in it a good one more bully <laughs> texas and said robin roberts was ringing her cowbell in good morning america this morning uh josh said <clears throat> matt we won the game but how about the noticeable quit in vandy that last couple of innings you could see it in their faces and more on that he says the error their outfielder had when letting the ball just go by it's like he tried to barehand it i mean it was not a good look i think they for- replaced him too the next inning right they should have. I think they you did. cannot yeah. pull that. It's like he just. I mean, I don't know what like was that's going what on, Jay they, said. Jay said that guy needs to be taken out. He take him out up. of the game. He gave up. Well, and they did. Uh, he gave up. He quit. I don't know. I mean, I'm telling you, Bill. The atmosphere from the state fans in that state, TV did not do it justice. It was absolutely consuming Vanderbilt players. That's hour one. Hour two coming up. Live from Omaha. Stick around.